He shoots, he draws is sponsored by the Westcott Rapid Box Switch. Isn't it time you made the switch? Do it today at www.fjwestcott.com backslash switch. Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design with your hosts, Glenn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hey, Glenn, we're back again. It's a 50th episode. <laughs> Jesus, I thought you said you were going to do something funny. Oh, <laughs> right. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the last episode of He Shoots, He Draws. You can do one. I'm off. See you later. (laughs) No, seriously, welcome back. This is, if you've stuck with us, it's probably been like the longest (laughs) time ever for you. This is our, Glyn, this is our 50th episode. We've hit the big five. Half a century, five over. But more than that. More than that. We've been mentioning, we've been going on about this thing that probably only mattered to us <laughs> forever, but we said there was a big milestone. If you follow us on social media at He Shoots He Draws or at It's Dave Clayton or at Glyn Dewis, <laughs> you will have seen we hit a big number of downloads. Glyn, uh-huh. what was that number? Well, it, on episode 49, we actually hit the 100,000. That's one and five zeros downloads. In fact, we mentioned that the other day, literally a couple of days ago. We've already exceeded that now, and we're way past 102,000. So the numbers are just going brilliant. And I guess sometimes it can feel a little bit or sound a little bit kind of, oh, get over yourselves when you talk about figures and numbers and all that kind of stuff. But it means a lot to us, mate, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we always said in the beginning, God, if 10 people listen to us, (laughs) you know, way back in February when we did the pilot episode, it was, you know, we, we, it's funny, we expected our friends. We thought a few of our friends will listen, but do you know what? We get to talk every week. We get to record it. We get to put to speak to our friends. If that is just recorded in all time, we can go back when we're older and listen to it, and it'll yeah. just be a nice, nice thing. So, we signed up with Simplecast. We thought we'd do this properly. We put a lot of preparation into it. We got the branding, the name, everything all set up before we even recorded an episode, yeah. and we went on the Simplecast platform. Which that, and, and I've got to say, take my hat off to Simplecast. By far, that you know i wouldn't move from them they are so good it's so affordable to be on there the stats are really cool so you get a map of the world where you can see where people are listening to your podcast now when Mm. we first started it we thought a few people in england handful of people in america when i did the stats for the hundred thousand apart from the fact and i posted a screenshot yeah because sometimes it's like the award winning it's so easy to say a number and not justify it yeah i posted a screenshot of the stats and month on month the episode was growing but it's when i counted the countries we'd been listened in and it was something like 130 countries yeah yeah it's crazy isn't it? and you look at map thinking there's there's us thinking we're talking to our friends and you know but we've got to be careful not to have too many in jokes and there's 134 countries listening to us pair of muppets <laughs> <laughs> i just hope they're not using it as part of their learning english curriculum because that oh, really would not be the best way to do things yeah that will be not when they not good when they visit england for the first time <laughs> but no but it, then, it is really good because um we didn't we didn't start this podcast i mean we were talking about this before we started recording weren't we the reasons why we started this and sometimes you get asked that 
why did you start doing the podcast? And and genuinely, the reason we started doing this was because me and you were just talking, as we do when we go away to events, and we always yeah. share the room, as we've explained before, because it's just fun. And we kind of have a few rants and raves, and we just end up laughing a lot. And we said, we should just record this. Yeah. And I think, like you said, when we're older, not to say when we're old, it's when we're older, yeah. <laughs> uh, we can kind of listen back to it. It's a, it's a bit of fun. But it's just been amazing how it's progressed. I don't actually think, mate, we intended when we first started this whole thing to do so many of these interviews as well. No, I think I think the first thing was we were going to do one a month. Yeah. But we had, I remember we got to a point where we, we'd recorded like a couple of episodes and we were texting each other going, I want to do a podcast episode. I'm, I want to talk to you. Yeah, well, that's so, the thing. Is, I remember you saying, because we we kind of thought we're getting really organised with this. We like, we'd line up a few episodes to record uh, in the week. We'd maybe do two or three in that week. So I'd edit that. And then that would put us so that we didn't need to do anything for yeah. three or four weeks. And we're both kind of like, Let's not be so organised. Let's make sure that we have to kind of do this speaking every week because that has been definitely one of the highlights of this. The fact that because yeah. it's, it's quite funny how people think that because we're best mates, they think that we're kind of in each other's pockets pretty much every day of the week. But it's very rare. I'm well, not say rare. It's not that often we get to see. It's not a weekly occurrence, is it? It's that we not get even. Together? I'd say in a year, if if over if we averaged it out and said we saw each other once a month. Yeah, I think that's even being generous. Yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. when we're away, we're away for two weeks. That that you know that's a we can't help but not but be together. But generally, while we're at home, you're working, I'm working. I've got family and everything. We we try and see each other when we can. But the yeah. podcast has really given us a chance to keep on top of what we do together and and keep connected with our friends as well because it gives you a reason to catch up and you know we're we're often chatting to alan hess you know we could we could record an interview with him nearly every other week yeah but it's nice that we talk to our friends and going back to the numbers thing and the reason for doing the podcast was um you know i listen to a lot of podcasts you know that i've mentioned it before it's a big part of my job because it's great to get interest uh like get information on people that i'm interested in but also you pick up techniques. But one of the things I noticed was it's like in life, there's three things people won't talk about. Their weight, who they voted for, and how many listeners they get on their <laughs> podcast. Because I don't really see that many people share Yeah, because it's not like YouTube, is it? You can't go to a podcast website and see the increasing numbers of listens. So it's very different. Yeah, so, I mean, there's been a couple where, you know, I spoke to... Um, one podcast team and I knew they'd done 250 episodes and they said they'd had a quarter of a million downloads. Well, do the maths, mm. 250 divided by 250. It was a thousand per episode and it's a podcast I really respect and valued. So when I started seeing our stats, I was actually thinking I'm missing something here. Mm. You know what? We're getting to this good number, but I think it goes back to like anything. If you're going to do a job, do it properly. Yeah keep on top of it if you're going to say you're going to do something like we've said before you get people come on and go hi i'm going to have a youtube channel and check me out i'm going to be doing this every week and then you see nothing for six months and then they yeah, come back yeah. and go hi sorry i've been away but now i'm going to do this and then they disappear again and then every time you hear that you think it's okay don't apologize i didn't miss you don't worry yeah yeah that's right <laughs> there was a million other videos on youtube i could watch but with the podcast stuff is you know, we set out to do it weekly. I think we'll have one week over Christmas. We might have a break. Yes. Um, yeah. j- just to kind of come back in next year with like 
the season two. Yeah. Um, but we'll just carry on. But it's nice and it's good to to be able to sort of think ahead and look at events and we know when we're going to go to an event, we, we actually write a list of like people we want to interview. Yeah. And when we get there, it changes massively. But what what's great, though, is the fact that we're actually getting approached by people saying, can I be on your podcast? Yeah, I know. That's quite and that, cool. And, you know, between me and you, Dave, it's kind yeah. of nice when people do that because sometimes you're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do, don't you? You do you think, nah. Yeah. Nah. It's like anything. It's... Um, you do get the odd suggestion for people, but we know it's going to sound really horrible. We know who we want to talk to. And this is quite a selfish thing for us is that there have been some guests suggested who have been on 50 other podcasts. You know, that mm. I don't think we can add anything to that to that person other than going through the stock answers. And we never want to do the stock questions. So we try and find interesting people. Um, but also, have, I mean, but also one thing we have done is the fact that when somebody has been suggested or they've wanted to ask about, you know, sorry, they've asked about being on, you kind of get a feeling that there is an ulterior motive to being on. And it is purely because they've either got something launched or whatever. And it's like, hold on, you're not going to use our podcast yeah. as a as a launch platform for this new thing that you're doing and want to get. But that's not behind this. You know, this is a no. genuine, it's just, a, it's, an, it's a, a lot of fun. Hopefully people find it entertaining it's not here to ram stuff down your throat. Of course, there are things that are mentioned occasionally, like, you know, you got your, your writing your book. My new book came out. And there's other ping, things that are going on as well. Like I remember Matt Kay, Matt Klaskowski, he had his course. Dave Cross had the things he talked about. Joel did. Joel, Joel did his. as well. But it wasn't the focus of what the conversation was. And it was just it was just nicely done. Do you know what I mean? Because there's yeah. no problem with mentioning it. But when somebody's coming on and you can just tell that the reason they want to be on is purely to do that, you think, no. That's not what this is all yeah. about. And do you know what, Glyn? Go on. It's our podcast. It's we our do what podcast. we want. We and do in fact, what we, we want. could chit-chat, because we know we, some yeah. people don't like chit-chat. We could just have lots more chit-chat. We could. And promote stuff that's not out for months. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're but, talking about, listen to episode 49. <laughs> but also one of the things, talking about guests, this is really funny, because we, we were sitting thinking about the reviews and the comments we've had and talking about the the guests that we've had mm. and it was really interesting that out of 50 episodes i think probably 35 have been guests yeah uh, it's been a, been a big chunk of guests the one guest that we had that probably had the most impactful feedback was neither a photographer or a designer and it was your friend nathan yes yeah totally that is one and even now when you do dive into the stats and look at it that one's still getting a lot of listens because it was, if you haven't listened to it, I can't actually remember the actual number of it. I don't know if you can have a quick I'll look. I'll find but, it, yeah. Uh, Nathan, for those of you who don't know, Nathan was, a, he's like a long, long, well, he's a lifelong friend of mine. I've known him since we were both really little kids. And Nathan talked about the fact that he'd had two kidney transplants and it was everything that happened to him on the lead up to that second, which was the successful kidney transplant. And it is a really hard hitting slap around the face to kind of get things in perspective in your own mind and kind of deal with stuff it's brilliant and the amount and you know sometimes mate we've talked about this before you hear some people saying oh i get so many emails about this and some and you oh, think yeah. no you don't i get Do you know so I mean? many questions <laughs> no you don't get questions about that at all but we generally have had a lot of stuff posted online on twitter and instagram and facebook but also emails which i've kept in a separate folder 
and I've actually forwarded them to Nathan every single time mm. to say, look, mate, this is the impact that you're having on people. It really was. I think we both was very – I knew it would be a good one. Yeah. But we're both surprised how good or how impactive that whole episode was. So that's actually made us, and I want you you explain this, like, it's actually made us have a little bit of a rethink about what content we want to do as well. Yeah, it was for those listening, it was episode 42, and it was called From Darkness Comes Light, Finding Strength for Adversity. So yeah, episode 42, that's the one to listen to. Glyn actually conducted the interview, because it's been a few this year where Glyn's been available and I've not, and then it's been somewhere I've been available. So it was quite good for me that I've never met Nathan, and so getting to hear the episode fresh, even afterwards, it was like, wow. Not just like too overpowering or too overbearing. It was just, it really made you sit and think, crikey, the stuff yeah. we moan about. Like we joke about the people who moan because we chit chat and we think, yeah, that's, you're not even suffering anything, mate. No, you're, that's right. You're just being a d- But <laughs> I'll bleep that out. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, being a d- <laughs> But it's, it's just one of those. So, so we've been talking about people we know and this is one of the things that's come up while while we've been chatting is you know you know a ton of people and i know a ton of people from our own walks of life and and they don't have to be in photography we know, we said we didn't want to just mm. focus completely on photography and design because you can become very oversaturated like we we just had yeah probably out of six episodes we had five photoshop people and four of them back to back so you do sort of realise a pattern starts to come along and, you know, people who may not be interested may miss a really good episode because it's the person that's the interest, not the content, not yeah. the thing that they do. And next year, we wanted to sort of bring some more people in. Um, we were talking about your World War Two projects. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, perfect example is I'm going to, and I think I mentioned this in episode 49, that I, this weekend, me and Anna heading over to West Wales, Pembrokeshire, uh, and I'm photographing a guy on the Sunday morning who is a 95-year-old veteran of uh, his World War Two. He was a Royal Marine during the D-Day landings on the 6th of June, 1944. Um so he was there. He was also involved in the Battle of the Bulge. And I've actually been really fortunate to make some contacts. I'm going to go and meet Ted and I'm going to photograph him. But I'm also going to sit down and record him. And now, thinking about that recording, if ever there's going to be somebody who can tell a story that's going to make you sit up and realise that your life is actually, you know... Yeah. It's good. It's all right. You know, you might be going through some hardships, but believe me, there was times when people have gone through some proper, proper hard times. And I'm not poo-pooing anybody's life because when you're going through your own stuff it is as equally important to you as it as what other things yeah. are to other people but i think this will be another nathan episode i really do because what ted's going to talk about because i've told that he can half talk yeah then i i want to share that i don't yeah. want to just keep that on my computer and keep that for the, my project i want to share that with people yeah and we were talking about how should we put that out and do you know what if we put that out and we only got 100 people listen to it i'd, I'd be happy yeah it, it, it's that we're not about kind of you know we want to hit target we want to have personal targets to, that tells us the podcast is doing well but do you know what if we put that episode out and it only got 100 downloads I, do you know what uh, I, could, I couldn't even care for that mate because I, we've got to be being realistic here and I know we're talking about my project now not necessarily the podcast is the fact that being realistic the people who did what Ted did they were involved in that particular point in history we're losing them 
Every day yeah. we're losing these people. So I want to capture Ted talking and I'll be able to archive it. And it's always there. His family yeah. will always have access to it. Because I know, having been given those recordings by my Uncle Jeff recently, of when he interviewed my granddad, who was in World War II, and Richard Rutter, who got the military medal, hearing their voices again, yeah, you can't, you can't put a price on it. It's just, it's just wonderful. I saw that Peter Jackson film, um, if anyone's oh, not seen what? it. Oh, yeah, is, they um, It's now old. on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. It's on Amazon now. Uh, I think it's out December the 10th yes. on Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah. So I'm going to be getting a copy of that. But that, that looked like a great, great project. And, you know, and it is related to what we're doing. This this project is, Glenn, is like, I, I can see his face when he talks about it. How, like, I know we said we don't like the word passionate, but <laughs> how, like, involved, how you are it, so it feels like as corny it. as it sounds because i remember in the early episodes of this podcast we're kind of like we're talking about people who go all arty farty and kind of think themselves and they glide do you know what i mean all those yeah oh, yeah, yeah but i'm not saying that's how i am now far from it but what i'm saying <laughs> is with regards to this project it actually feels like i was meant to do it yeah and i don't care if that sounds heavy it actually does feel like i was meant to do it it's not an effort it's almost like it's. I got involved in photography, got involved in retouching because I was meant to do this. Yeah, that's how important it feels to me. And it's good. And you you've been getting a lot of feedback from it as well. And it's all walks of life. Anything that we're anything that we do that we love doing, you know, do it and, and learn something from it because you're learning a ton of stuff. Even my own job. Yeah, I I'm meeting so many different people at different levels in different industries. You 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 meet people, you resonate, you kick, you get connected to something, and that's that's just what makes you the person you are. You can't help it. Yeah, but everybody's got a story. I think we can both say here from what we've done so far, now on episode fifty, everybody we talk to, and I think we've, there's been quite a few times we've been surprised. Peter Hurley's was one that really kind of like wow, I didn't know that about you. Everybody's got a story. Yeah, or Bert Monroy. Oh, I mean, that, but yeah. that was one of my favourite episodes of this year because you conducted it mm. um, at Adobe Max. And I'm sitting there thinking, is there anything Bert wasn't involved in in the beginning <laughs> of time? <laughs> because he was just, oh, yeah, and, you know, and then I was at Apple doing this. And, and it's a shame because that episode, which is episode 44, Bert Monroy, uh, the godfather of Photoshop, there's probably about another 20 minutes of content that, that was there that we couldn't mm. put out yeah, for a couple of just to protect, companies just to protect as well. Bert. Yeah, but I think one day if Bert ever said, um, "No, actually, that that content's all right," we may one day get round to doing like an, a putting some of that back in. But he, he was talking about his time at, at Apple and Microsoft, mm. um, and it was just like this, the things he was. It's being on the ground at that the dawn of something, the birth of yeah. something. I think it's fascinated when you think about how things start. And, and like we've said uh, with a lot of guests, is you look at them and think, I oh, must be all right for them. Mm. And then when you listen to what they did, how they grew up, their background, everything they've been through to get where they are, it's like, how dare you look at that person and think that of them? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, and that's and I think even though we know some people have had to work, work really hard for their stuff, you never quite comprehend how hard. I mean, you take for example Jesus. Yeah, the, the story of Jesus. I mean, his uh, very recent episode, but for late forties, I think I was, you'll be able to tell us in a minute. Um, oh, blimey, when I sat down with Jesus when we were, when we were in LA and he was talking about in that California pizza kitchen, and he was talking about things that he'd had to contend with in life. Mm. 
you almost want to give him a hug. You're like, flipping yeah. hell, mate. And it just goes to show, and you kind of, you do. We're all human. We kind of fall into the trap of thinking, oh, it's all right for them. They're doing this. It's not a problem. They've had it easy. Born with a silver spoon in their mouth. I don't think I've met anybody. None of the people we've interviewed, none of our friends, which I'm, glad, I'm really proud to say they are, none of our friends have had everything handed to them on a plate. Well, they've had nothing handed to them on a plate. No. They're doing what they're doing. They're getting the kind of recognition they're getting purely down to, I would say, number one, hard work. Yeah. And then talent. Because some of them will say, it's not talent, it's just consistency. Oh, resilience as well. Resilience. I, mean, yeah, I, resilience. I remember uh, Mark Heaps. We interviewed Mark Heaps episode 25. And uh, it was like an advert. <laughs> and episode 36. But I just want you... I, I don't want people to miss episodes because mm. I, I i even on the way to work i'm listening to podcasts from 2017 because the person is of interest i remember walking around new orleans with mark keeps and he was going oh yeah see that doorway over there i when i was homeless when i was living here and i was homeless i slept in that doorway That's i got mad, be- i got beaten up over by that building and so when you see someone like him you know and he's on facebook and he's telling you what he's working on don't just think that that just came knocking at his door and someone handed him a big you know a bunch of clients and a bowl of cash he's mm. mark's been through some through some you know hard times but that's what gives you character aaron blaze used to live in a caravan in the woods yeah <laughs> aaron didn't even have a house when he grew up that sounds like some kind of film doesn't it yeah yeah <laughs> But, you know, as you look through the guests that we've had and you listen to how hardworking people are. And in fact, speaking of hardworking, so that we don't go too deep into all the, these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, we went and interviewed a repeat guest, our first repeat guest. Oh, yes. One of the hardest working men in photography. And mm. when you when we put the episode out, which could be 50, episode 51 or 52... Yeah. Uh, we got to interview not just Joe McNally, but Annie Cahill, his wife, as well. Um, we went up to London to meet them. They were over on a little trip, and uh, they afforded us some some time. It was great meeting up with friends, and even nicer when they come to our country and we get the chance to to get some time in their day. Well, it's nice because Joe got in contact with us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To say, do you want to meet up while I'm in London? Because we're always saying we must meet up for a pint. Yeah, and, and just have a catch up, and then it was—I think it was even Joe's suggestion about us doing another yeah. episode. So he, we he kind said of about meeting in a pub and having a pint. And yeah, 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 and so that's what it was. So when you hear that episode, you'll hear lots of ambient background yeah. noise because we were in a bar. Um, but, but it yeah. was nice. We were chatting to him, and he was telling us about you know his year, and you know he's got a studio. He's got four people at the studio on salary, and you know Joe ha- Joe keeps working. Mm. Um, it's so easy to look at photographers and just think money falls into their pocket for 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 whatever reason. So it's just lovely being able to just sit there and chat to Joe and Annie. And in fact, we found a lot more about Annie than we did about Joe because Annie's got a photographic background and we got to find out how they worked together, how they met, how they got married. And it was just lovely sitting, chatting to friends. And we wanted them to be like our first guests after episode 50. And Well, we've kind of made the ruling now, haven't we, that yeah. when there is a repeat guest... We have to do it in person. So like I said on the night, the other night when we were in London with Joe and Annie, we just need to find some guests that live in Australia. Yes. That's all we need to do now. (laughs) (laughs) Or New Zealand, Southern Ireland. Mm, But there are, there have been so many episodes where we've got to the end of the hour. You know, we could go on for for two hours, but we appreciate people have a certain amount of time to listen. And there's nothing worse, and I've done it, where you're really getting into an interview and then I pull up at home and I've got 20 minutes to go and then I forget about it. 
and I start listening to something new. So we try and keep it like an hour kind of bite size for people and so many guests we want to talk to again because there's more more to their story more to their background and the next time we see them uh, we've got a couple of episodes coming up where we're sort of going to be doing a year in the life of um, a designer and a photographer and talk about how they plan for a year the things that change during their year and how they have to kind of pivot and take on a new thing and, and then talk about the work they've done throughout the year and then how they plan for the next year because there's one question I always used to hate in interviews and that was when they go so um where do you see yourself in five years time and you've got to sit there and be and go well obviously sat in your chair um (laughs) (laughs) but my answer has always been okay I can't tell you where I'm going to be in five years time what I can tell you is this if I go back five years and think if you'd asked me that question, could I have ever predicted that I would be sat here with the experiences I've had doing the things that I'm doing? No, because I don't think you can plan that rigidly. And if you do, you could miss a lot of stuff by being so focused. There are a lot of good focused people out there. But for me, it's I go back five years and thinking what we were doing and what we were involved in. But there are there are bucket lists. There are bucket lists of things that you want to achieve. Yeah, I, I know what you mean because I'm I'm pretty much of the same kind of mindset is that I won't become so single-mindedly focused on I must achieve this. I have a bucket list of things that I want to get and I just know and I think we kind of t- we, we, we were mentioning about this when we were sort of saying what we're going to talk about in this particular episode is that if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Who was it who said that? Darth Vader. No, no, Darth Vader said this. I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right, so it was Ray Liotta. Yeah. In really, Goodfellas. Yeah, that's it. It was him. When he, when he said this. See, your murderers come with smiles. But that's not what he said. What he actually said was this. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, and that's kind of like with me when it comes to goals. I know that if I consistently work hard and yeah. I focus on the quality of what I produce and the people that I'm producing it for, this sounds so corny, but it's true. I can't yeah. say anything, but it's just true. It's my pod, it's our podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I know that, th- and that's that's all I've done. I've, I mean, I, I'm very, I am really happy with how things have gone for me over the time I've been in this particular industry. There's no way I'd have thought I've, I'd have done my third book and now planning my fourth. Yeah. There's no way I thought that I would be working with a company like Westcott and Flash Center, Ellingcrom, BenQ. I, I never thought that would happen. Yeah. But by working hard and being consistent, that's probably the thing here. That's the consistency. Yes. Is the thing that gets you noticed. Yeah. I would suggest. Yeah, definitely. When you think we were away this year and play cue romantic music, but we celebrated our eight years together in LA. And, and people find that so, and I know we've banged on about it. I know we've, we've, in the very early episodes we kept mentioning it, but, but it's really important for us because it's, it's so important. My voice got that high then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... When I look back, when I talk to people, and I've been interviewed uh, on a couple of podcasts where they've asked me about my background, and I actually say, to be fair, I'm 53. The best years of my life in doing what I'm doing has been the past 10. I re- This really kind of started for me, I'll say age 40, I'll, I'll give myself a couple more years, but age 40 was 
kind of when I started to be able to be more involved in well, stuff. Well, uh, what do they say about 40? Exactly. You're old. But yeah, so that's what I mean is uh, five years ago, mate, you, we were sat in a bar in Washington talking about the idea of you having a book over a pint in a sports bar with Scott and Ted from, from then Peach Pit. Yeah. 2013. It's 2018. You're on your you third You are so book. good at dates, you are. I know. I'm writing my first book. Mate, I, I'd be, I'm, I'm lucky if I can finish colouring in a book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, Andrea finds it funny that I've got all these design books. And when, when I found out I got the book, they were rocking up for how do I do that in InDesign? Due out in June 2019. <laughs> she said, God, you'll find any excuse to get another book on your shelf, won't you? <laughs> and I'm known for not reading. You know, Andrea can, she goes through, my wife goes through books like every other day. She's mm-hmm. just finishing a book. I'm hopeless. I've probably, I've probably read 10 fiction books in my life. Do you not do audio books? Sometimes, but I find it a bit odd. I've listened to a couple and it just sounds like the person who wrote it reading it. I just think, well, you shouldn't be reading it. You you wrote it, so you should be talking about it. And it put me off. But I like... Mind I, you, like I, suppose, I suppose books on InDesign that are audio wouldn't really work. No, <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> so I like autobiographies. I like um, books about facts and things. So I like reading about a designer. I like reading about a, uh, a musician or... Or, or a thing, the history of something. I like those kind of books. It's All right, here's a question then. Yeah, Unplanned, on. the best book you've got this year? Ooh, the oh, the best book I got this year, I'm going to say probably the Photoshop Toolbox. No. <laughs> um, crikey put me on the spot why don't you because the thing yeah. is is i've got it can bo- be on anything it doesn't have to be on design it can be anything uh oh let me think can i say mine you can say yours okay i got two two of my favorite books robbie williams his autobiography was outstanding yeah and a book i've nearly finished now is by a guy called noel fitzpatrick the super vet and it's called listening to the animals brilliant brilliant book cool it's not just about animals. It's about somebody who didn't get the best start in life, wasn't the brightest spark, but obviously has done really, really well. Yeah. Okay. But it's not your typical success book, but it is a really, really good read. Yeah, I think, oh, I've bought so It's so hard. I've bought so many books this year. One of my favourite books, uh, which resulted in an interview, is Junk Type, because I love all that old design stuff. And this, this guy, Bill Rose, put together this book of old labels and things so that was a nice find because i found that by accident just by overhearing someone talk about it and then getting to talk to him and finding out about the book was really cool it's given that Mm. book value um but see i buy a lot of old books as well um so it's hard to pick a book from actually this year but i've bought many books this year um You've put me on the spot, mate, and I don't think I can actually single out... Actually, no, no, I've got it. I've got it. I can see it on my shelf. (laughs) One of the books I was looking forward to getting was the House Industries book. Right. Uh, It's a a design company. They put together this book about their history. There was an original first one, which I did get, but they brought out a new one, and I had that on pre-order on Amazon, and it's a beautiful book. If you love design, it's House Industries... Uh, the process is the inspiration. It's cool. All right, okay. Um, 
and and personally seeing your book coming out was really cool because of working on it together and oh, alan okay, okay, that's, that's a highlight then so highlights yeah highlights what's been your highlights because i might as well say the year because we started this in february yeah it's now december it's the year so in 2018 what's been your highlight highlight or highlights highlight what's the first things that come to your mind the first thing was the beginning of the year um i got to go to an event Uh, i got to celebrate my year at astute graphics which was nice but i got to go to an event called creative south which for me made a massive massive impact on who i am and what i do because it was like going to it's like you died and gone to design heaven. It was, I didn't think I'd ever, I didn't think I'd be able to go. I ended up going and I made such amazing friends, met people for the first time that I'd only known online. It's just, it was just every day was brilliant. It, it, every, every second of that trip, none of it was wasted. You, you just talked to random people. I really, that was a, a fantastic week. Um, that was a huge highlight. Um, I think working on your book, being able to do the cover again was really nice. Alan's book. Alan's book, doing the cover. And Elise being, you know, my daughter being in in the book as well. So I think a lot of collaborative, it's more like collaborative stuff um, I, f- I find I enjoy the most. That Selfishly, um, the podcast um, at the beginning of the year, I'd for those who know me, I had already... I'm kind of on another podcast, which uh, I started before we did He Shoots, He Draws, called The Ve- Vector Genarians with Tony Harmer from Adobe mm-hmm. or ex-Adobe, which gave me my first taste of podcasting. And it was a similar kind of thing. Me and Tony chat quite a bit and he, he works with, he does work for me now. And we recorded seven episodes. Uh, I think we recorded eight. We put seven out and it was just for a bit of fun. There's no stats or anything. But it was the thing that got me thinking about the podcast. And then when I remember having the call with you and saying, like, ideas, what we could do this year. And I sort of casually went, what do you think about our podcast? And we had the discussion about it. And now look at us. You know, Mm. it's now December, 50th episode, 102,000 downloads. It's kind of it's kind of become a habit, hasn't it? And this yeah. this goes back to when people say, oh, "I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that," because we know some some we've, you know we know some folks who are saying they're going to start a podcast, and they're, "I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that," and it's like, well, okay, where so it? so where is it then? Do you know what I mean? Come yeah. on, don't don't be the boy that shouts, you know, shouted or screamed wolf, because yeah. if you start talking about it and then you say you're going to do it, and it doesn't happen. Then you say it's going to happen and it doesn't happen again. People lose interest, but this has become a habit. Yeah, and it makes you look less committed to what you're doing because yeah, it's like anything. Like going back to the YouTube thing, don't don't tell people you're going to do it. Just get on with it. Just get on just, with it. Yeah, yeah. Just go out, come out and say, I've started a podcast. My first three episodes are up on iTunes. Let me know what you think. Don't say I might do a podcast. Actually, I'm, oh, that's going all right over there. I might do that thing. Then when you don't, then when people ask you, it's well, where is it? It makes you look silly. So I, I you know, I'm, I'm constantly telling people my top five tips for podcasting. You know, number one, audio. Number, number two, two, audio. audio. <laughs> number yeah. three, audio. I told you in one and two. Yeah. And then four and five is the marketing and, and branding. But 
big highlight for me is yeah i've been doing this because we've got to chat to some really cool people people we didn't know people we do know we're finding out about our friends that maybe we wouldn't have done before and things have come from it you know i've been interviewed on podcasts this year i never thought i was interested enough to be interviewed but <laughs> it's been nice relationships have been built we get invited to things i get to you know tomorrow i'm going to a, an event in london that is something i look forward to doing next it's a thing that i do next year it's i think it's just putting yourself out there and being involved and and, and getting the re, not the rewards but i just love that collaborative being around people the networking that's a big yeah, thing well you are you are a networker aren't you that's what yeah. you do you're a people person yeah there's very few you know personal highlights of anything my kids do you know but i would say what's what's your best things in the world ever and you're not allowed to pick your family because that's a given <laughs> so yeah. what are your highlights that's enough about me uh, uh, i knew you can ask me that now because obviously i made the mistake of asking you uh <laughs> Number one, uh, well, to know in, you. In, in, yeah, in, in no particular order, okay, the book being released, um, doing more of my projects, uh, the fact that me and Anne now, this is nothing related to photography or design, the fact that me and Anne now are making some very serious plans and moves now to our, our uh, house move next year, which that for me, discovering the area we want to live in has been a huge highlight. Uh, and I know things have kind of changed now but going back to march of this year having my brother on stage with me at the photography show yeah that was a huge thing for me um and that that was a highlight i'm not going to deny yeah. that was definitely definitely a highlight so yeah, it was a nice there's, there's, there's lots of other things i mean the time that we've spent together is always great it, it is an, in la recently was brilliant getting to know some people that i didn't think i'd ever would people like lisa carney yeah. It's just an absolute sweetheart. I really, you know, think a lot of her. She's a really, really lovely person. Getting to know her a bit more. Uh, we hung out more with Alan. That is always a bonus, oh, getting the, to hang out with Alan Hess. Yeah. And we got um, we got to see Aaron Blaze this year as well, which is always yeah. cool. And stayed at his place. In fact, one highlight, I kind of haven't told too many people, and this probably not the right place to sort of to, <laughs> to highlight it. Okay. But last month, October... When we went to Adobe Max, I did mention on the podcast I got to go to Portland. And yeah. one of the things of going to Portland was I got to go and stay at someone's house that three years ago, if you'd said to me, I'd be staying at this guy's house, I would not have believed you. Um, so actually going and staying with Aaron Draplin, who has been hugely influential on my career, to become friends with him over that time and to be invited to his house and to stay with him for a couple of days. And I met his mom, I met his sister. Obviously, I've met him and, and his uh, girlfriend, Lee. That, for me, personally, got, knowing that someone trusts you to allow you in, in their mm. home yeah, yeah, was, was a huge, huge highlight. And, you know, it's not to say you should go emailing people saying you want to stay with them because I was invited. But that was a... That was a big thing for me. Not that I'm a fanboy because I see Aaron as a friend and I respect him as a friend. In fact, he, he actually got into it. You know, like when, when uh, guys are going to ask a girl's hand in marriage and they go yeah. speak to their dads first and say, hey, can I do it? Aaron actually contacted me and said, do you mind if I... Borrow he Dave. didn't really. He didn't. 
He didn't really. Do you mind if I share with Dave? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Has this no, guy got any police records? <laughs> <laughs> but but it was like, and if you look on social media, the one thing I, I I kind of regret, but I made a point. I didn't take any photographs with him because when I watch him working, his work ethic, the guy's a machine. Mm. But people are just stopping and stopping and stopping him. Now we went when we went to London. Apart from that one photograph with Joe, we didn't get any photographs because you. You just don't, you don't keep doing yeah. it with your mates, and it it was just it was really important for me to for the time spent with someone who you have a lot of time for respect is to treat them that way, and it was a it was a highlight to spend time with him, and it, it and it's so, something more has come from that through work, and long may it continue. So, yeah, don't be it just shows don't be afraid to talk to your hero, not your heroes, talk to people you, you people you admire and respect, yeah, in the industry. Yeah, we've all we've all made friends through that way. But um, that was really cool. So, Let, just quickly, because obviously, I, I, you know, I want people to kind of get ready to listen to episode fifty-one, because that yeah. could be Joe and Annie. Uh, so I don't want us to go on for too long. This was more of an episode to say thank you, highlights, things we've learned, so on and so forth. But before we before we do kind of wrap this one up, Dave, this half a century episode, um, where are we going to be in two thousand nineteen? Right. Start cr- chronologically. Um, we are both going to be at SWPP in London, in London at yeah. Hammersmith Novotel, which is in January. I can't remember the dates, but it's towards the back end of January, I yep. think. We'll put um, links to this stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Uh, me and Glyn always meet up on a Friday. We're going to have a curry. I'm there on the Saturday, but Glyn will be there for more days. So if you're coming to that event, um, we'll be kicking around. Uh, we might try and grab a couple of interviews while we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, then March. I got to go. So March, we're both actually. We've both had an invite to present at the Professional Imaging Show in Nykirk in the Netherlands, which is a fabulous show. This will be your first time. Yes. Uh, so we've had the invite for that, and I am super happy about that because uh, if you've never been to it, which you haven't, it has got a very different feel to any other event because it's run by a family, Peter and his family, and it has got it has the family feel to it. I love it. So when we're there, we're going to get to meet people that maybe you haven't even met up with them yet, like Adrian Sommeling. We'll yeah. get to hang out with Adrian. And there's uh, Geert Langelen. He's going to be there. Frank and his wife, and Week. Uh, Uli Stiger. I haven't seen Uli there. Never know. Might drop him a line. Yeah. See if we we'll can get him see there. see if we but... can... Um, yeah. And we, and we always said we'd try and meet up with um, uh, Gabor and Calvin oh, as Calvin. well. Oh, Calvin. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, I'm, over to, I'm going to Germany soon, so I'm going to be catching up with them anyway. Oh, cool. So me and Calvin, I've had a bit of a message backwards and forwards because he said, are you coming to Germany? I was like, yes. So we're going to meet up. That'd be great. So, so that's... And, and the, prof- the thing I love about the Professional Imaging Show is just, I just remember a few years ago uh, when we did the editor... And my image was on the front page of the magazine. Oh, focus, and, yeah, focus, yeah. and and that was the magazine of the event. Yeah. And there's a great picture of you, Frank, and Frank Dorhoff and Joe McNally reading the magazine. <laughs> and I'm on the front cover. That was where people are saying, yeah. "Oh, your face is at the event." So I'm looking forward to that. We've also got what is now my. I think this is now going to be my fifth year working for the photography show. Also in March, um, yeah. Yeah, in March. So I'll be running the live stage and I'll also be running uh, an additional thing we've got this year called the photo suite and the video suite. And it's basically uh, morning sessions will be photo editing. So not just Photoshop. This will be other third-party products um, and other techniques. And then the afternoons are all videos because this year it's the photography and video 
show. Yeah. So we'll be there for four full days again. Nigel Danson's going to be there. Oh, cool, yeah. Obviously, he was one of the guys that we interviewed on here. Fantastic landscape photographer, so I'm looking forward yeah. to catching up with Nigel. You'll be doing um, sessions as well? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing sessions for the Flash Centre and Ellingcrom, Westcott and BenQ. I'm going to be on the live stage. Obviously, the guys from Rocky Nook, Scott and Ted, they're going to be as there as well. Yes. So I am really looking forward to that I'm going to be in. I am going to be interviewing Dickie Pelham on stage about his oh. career. Okay. Uh, which was Vicky's on episode 24 um, I, I've got them all up in front of me at the moment yeah but listen to Dickie because <laughs> he's a proper down to earth East Londoner yeah. um, he's a West Ham fan but I'll let him off but he's he's a great photographer and he's been in the industry and so I'm I'm going to be interviewing him about his body of work yeah, um, cool. on the live stage then uh, in April alright yeah I what were you going to say no I was going to say May but you got April oh yeah April I'll be at Creative South again which is Columbus, Georgia, which is a, if you're a designer, you're in America, mm-hmm. try and get to that event. It's very, it's, what I love about that is it's, it's small numbers. It's like less than a thousand people. And it means mm-hmm. you get more quality time networking and, and absorbing everything. So I'll yeah, yeah. be there for a few days. Okay. Then So then May, May, we've got uh, the invite to be at Photoshop World in Orlando. Yes. Now there are, there are two Photoshop Worlds this year. There's uh, Orlando and Vegas. Uh, we've we've had the invite for Orlando. The two events are very close together, so I'm kind of taking it that I won't be at Vegas. That's what I'm taking at, at the moment. That's what yep. I'm thinking. Same here. Um, we've always said is some of these events just you can't expect to be there, and no. when you get invited, it's lovely. So if you are thinking, or if if it's if you do want to come and see us teach, and you're going to invest in Photoshop World, the only thing we can say at the moment is. If you want to see us teach, come to Photoshop World Orlando. We can't say for sure about Vegas. The one thing I'm looking forward to in June, being at Photoshop World Orlando, it will be kind of the official launch of my book release. There you go. So, Brilliant. And Rocky Knock will be there, so that'll be great. So I'll be signing copies. <laughs> bonkers. Um, but Other events, uh, the PPE. I'm yes, going to be at PPE be at By All Accounts at, in New York. Never been there before, so I'm looking forward to... Um, uh, uh, I might be at the Birmingham Design Festival in June as well. There's a couple of events in June that I might be at. Uh, that's Birmingham Design Festival and possibly Creative Pro in Seattle. I'm not entirely sure on that one, but it's a good event if you like Photoshop, Illustrator, and Design. Um, it's, it's kind of book month, so I want to kind of be places so I can sell enough copies of the book to buy my daughter's new shoes for school <laughs> get your little violin uh, out um <laughs> but then for me the other events are going to be in that year because there's other things that go on but i know that in 2019 i am going to be running events uh training days if you like they're going to be held at the various locations that the flash center owns so london birmingham and leeds day-long events, photo shoots, going through all the kind of stuff that I do, like a workshop, I guess, uh, which will be open to invite just for a few people at each one, and that's going to be uh, in conjunction with Westcott. The folks yeah. from Westcott are going to be coming over to those Glenn, as well, so I'm that, looking forward to that those. Is that Westcott, our sponsors that just renewed? That That is Westcott, who have just renewed their sponsorship of the podcast. And actually, mate, that, that kind of prompted me there, because I wanted to say a thank you yes. to to Westcott for their support, to Brandon whatever, to, and to Amanda for the, their support of sponsoring this podcast, which is brilliant. Uh, there is an episode coming up with Brandon soon. Yes. Which actually, isn't about Westcott. No. 
It's about kit and modifiers, what modifiers do what. So if you're into photography, that's one to listen to. And a little um, bit about me being a crap photographer. <laughs> and and, yeah. and using, okay. um, we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. Uh, Rocky Nook to say huge thanks to those folks because obviously they've given us books to give away in the early episodes and that's going to, I'm sure that's going to continue because yeah. we've got a great relationship with those folks. And before I forget, can I just say a shout out to somebody? I don't, you must have seen this. On Twitter today, we had a really lovely shout out from David McClelland. Now, David is the tech guy. He is the voice of the intro. He's a TV presenter. He's he is just the most amazing and guy. And he'll be on again. We're going to have him He'll on be on again. again soon, but he put congratulations to Dave and Glyn, a well-deserved milestone. Always a great show. A big fan of the chit-chat. Yes. So clearly, <laughs> he listened to episode 49. So David, if you're out there and you listen to this, thank you so much, mate. And we look forward to having you on here again. Yeah. And a special little thank you to Paul Genge. Oh, totally. Yes. So, yeah, because Paul was very, very super helpful in terms of um, just chatting to you, biz- business advice, um, he, you know he's had a tough year but he's a good friend and he was a big help at the beginning of the podcast so I want to say but, a big but you know what you to... say he's had a tough year I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason yeah. and you don't you don't necessarily see it at the time but eventually you do now Paul very quickly uh, set up his new company Phototech yeah. and that is that is going really really well he's specialising working with certain companies that he's kind of handpicked uh, Black Rapid Straps he's working with those and H&Y, the magnet, these filters that he does, like for yeah. putting onto your lenses, rather than actually having to buy an adapter and sliding them in or screwing them on, they're a magnetic uh, filter. All the different neutral densities and graduated and what have you. Very, very cool stuff. So that's now who Paul is working with. He's got other yeah. companies coming on board. So he's he's doing really great. But yeah, yeah you're good. right. The relationship with Westcott developed purely because of an introduction that Paul did for us, which was just wonderful. So huge thanks to Paul as well. Yeah, and we've known the Westcott guys for years, but it really meant a lot to us to to have them on board as a sponsor very early on because it showed a lot of faith. And the fact that they've renewed um, is huge. And, you know, I know they've been a big help to you as from a photography side more than me, but next year they are going to be part of my life because mm. Alan Hess has a new book out. We did mention it in another episode. I have a copy here directly from the factory. It's called Make Great Photos, A Friendly Guide for Improving Your Photographs. Now, me, I'm a numpty. I should not be a bad photographer. <laughs> With all my friends and people in the industry and the knowledge I have, I'm not a good photographer. And that's down to not putting the time into it. Time is precious when you've got kids and a job and, and a million other things you're doing. But Alan wrote this book and I said to him very early on, that I will take his book, Glyn's Friendship, and the sponsorship with Westcott to put those three things together. And Glyn, what is my target for the oh, end yeah, of yeah, next year? This. Right, so your goal, and I'm setting you this goal now, is because you've got Alan's book, which you can't fail now to understand the stuff. Yeah. Amongst all the, the hundreds of other books that we've got. Yeah, access yeah, to, yeah, yeah. There's own. also the availability... Um, with what what uh, Brandon from Westcott's explain about the different use of modifiers, so you're going to get that kind of knowledge there as well. So your goal by the end of 2019, I want a new headshot. You're going to do it. Dun dun dun. <laughs> now and that's I, recorded. Now. I will bring this up because this is this is something I want to see how you answer, and I'm really putting you on the spot here. Oh, no. Okay, because this is all about 
when people make New Year's resolutions or people make plans that sometimes you think you're going to do something and you set out to do it, but things change. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning of the year, you were going to try and improve your landscape photography. And you were oh, going right, to okay. yep. make it a year-long project. So where are you with that? And how do you feel about that? Uh, okay, so uh, where am I? Honest answer, I'm no further forward, really. I haven't really done much with it. And that's not because I don't want to do it. It's because other things took priority. Yes. I did prioritise. And my project we've talked about already has taken priority with it. I also, having spoken to some people, didn't really kick it off at the best time in the year. Yeah. <laughs> when it's like seriously early morning light like you know yeah. we're starting to see the sun coming up at like three thirty, four o'clock now that we're getting towards the winter period i'm entering a bit of a quiet time i reckon probably don't gonna kick off until january yeah middle of january so i am going to be doing stuff i want to do stuff i haven't reached that goal but that's not through trying and not getting there hand on heart didn't try i prioritize other things yeah and that's the moral of the story i was trying to get to is it's so easy to make a plan and then when in the first couple of months you don't get to do it you give up oh and no yeah no no no, no. that's i know happening. with I you am doing this when i look back and see the the time you've been putting into the project and the traveling you've been doing and you know you're now interviewing and meeting these people you had no idea you were going to do that when you set out to no the and i had no idea mate at the start of the year when i talked about the landscape stuff that we would then be looking at in 2019 creating a mini documentary pilot episode of the project yeah things that we're going to be putting together so that's there's this is what's really exciting going slightly off tangent here this is really exciting when you start a project you do it because it really grips you you thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. Going out and doing it and taking the pictures is not an effort. Driving three and a half hours to go and take a bloke's portrait on Sunday and driving back again is not an effort. You don't know where it's going to lead. But I can guarantee you one thing. It won't lead anywhere if you're not consistent. No. If you're consistent, things will happen. And I haven't gone out there with the intention of those things happening. I haven't gone out there with the intention of meeting some of the people I've met and yeah. will be meeting. But by consistency, things, doors open up, opportunities start presenting themselves. And it's that saying, like I've said before on this on this podcast, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah, I don't know true. where it's going to go, but I'm excited where it is going. Yeah. I always look at things, any success I've had, anything that I think is a personal success or an achievement, I actually like to sit and un, kind of unravel that thread. And I think, how did this come about? What uh, what was the the starting point of me getting to do this and it's actually quite therapeutic to sit back and think okay well I got this because I met that person where did I meet that person it was here and how did I end up there because someone recommended I do it and how did I know that someone I like to actually go backwards work out from my achievement who helped me along the way what work did I have to put in how much of that was you know through relationships or through my own hard work you look at what you do and the photographic set itself is 250th of a second at F8. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to bluff it. Changed. <laughs> but, but the image was 125th of a second. But there was probably eight hours of that day that's still part of, part of that. And you are now going to interview this 95-year-old man, Ted, 
because of a relationship with someone else. So I would say if you make plans, don't worry if they don't happen immediately, but don't give up. Be consistent, still aim for something. And when you do get to that point, it's not a finishing line, but just stop and look back and think of the people or the experiences that helped you get where you are. Because one thing Jesus said that I had to, I googled it and realized a lot of people have said it, but success leaves clues. And when you see a pattern of things that you're doing that work, remember them. You know, re- remember how you spoke to someone, remember how you connected, remember how you um, planned. And use those experiences to keep making that build, to keep making that, it better. Do you know what else made me think of? And I, 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 it's been a few episodes I've not brought up the ex-bodybuilding career. Uh, but that made me think of the bodybuilding then. Because one thing I did, every single time we trained, I would keep a diary. So if I had a, I'd write down, right, what did I have for breakfast? What did I have for lunch? What did I eat prior to the workout? How much sleep did I have? And then I'd be able to say, right, well, this time I've not had a good workout. All right, so what did I do different? So then I would try to look back what created a successful workout last time. And I would repeat those meals, try to repeat that sleep pattern. And sure enough, I would then get a successful workout. So that's a similar kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. And when you feel good, you want to do more and and share. You know, if there's one thing, you know, I will say is share successes, you know, don't be afraid to to tell somebody like you've had a success and this is how you did it. You know, we, we've talked about things we've t- when we said about the techniques. Everyone used to keep their secrets and now everyone is in a competition to share content. But when it comes to personal stuff, don't be afraid to tell someone how you how you got to an end result. They'll co- they can't copy you. It's, it's funny how it goes back to subjects we've had. They can't copy every step you took to get that experience. But what you can do is sort of give them some, I wouldn't do that um, and I would do this because you will look back in a year's time and you will have some highlights and you will think, wow, that would never have happened if I hadn't listened to He Shoots It. No, if I, <laughs> if I hadn't have just stopped for a moment and thought of the effect of what you're doing and the effect you have on others. So always good to help. To finish the podcast. Go for it. The episode, not the podcast. The, today's epi- podcast episode is we mentioned it in the last episode throughout the year glenn and i we are lucky enough we get to go places we get to meet people we get given things and this all comes back this is why i'm trying to get to the sharing part glenn because <laughs> this is one thing i've learned in podcasting you've got to segue really well <laughs> or forget what you were talking about so between us we've been given some stuff we've got books t-shirts goodies um things that are ours we've got some you know uh, podcast stuff what we've decided we're going to do and again this goes back to this is our podcast and this is the way we want to do it next year we obviously want to grow we want to get more people to hear it we want to help more people and get some good interviews the the main way and this is based on the statistics is more people than anything else listen to this show either on apple podcast app or on an apple device I'm sorry if you don't like Apple, if you don't use Apple, but that's where a huge percentage of people listen to our show. We appreciate all listeners, but iTunes reviews are what helps get the episode moved around into like what's new. And, you know, we want more people to hear it. We'd love to spread out. It's not an ego thing. It's just we're putting a lot of time and effort into it. And we, you know, and our sponsors want want to get something from it. So we have two big prizes. We have a big prize 
the big big prize draw which we are th- going to throw the kitchen sink in um in fact we were just talking before can we afford to ship this because <laughs> this is oh, yeah. it, this is open internationally how we're going to do it is this we have got 72 reviews on itunes all 72 people are already in the draw because we appreciate you took the time to leave a review good bad or ugly if it's bad or ugly we change it we can't on iTunes. No, I know. No, we can't. It's only on. So if you can leave a review on iTunes, please put your name on because sometimes um, like happy boy one, two, three, eight, seven doesn't really let us know who you are. But if you can just leave a review on iTunes, you will go into the draw for the big, big prize. Which and is? Which is going to be? The books, the T-shirts, the goodies, the stickers, the signed stuff, the T-shirts, um, mini ice lights from Westcott. Yeah, I've I've got stuff from Adobe here that I'm going to put in. We're basically going to fill a box full of goodies that we can afford to ship. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bumper bumper yeah. box full of yeah. goodies. Um, you will it will be sent out in the new year because we're going to run this up to the end of the year. Um, we're going to run up to the 31st of December. New Year's Day or the the beginning of January, the episode we will go through and we're going to f- try and find a way of doing the draw so that you, you can, it's very transparent. You can see who's randomly been picked. We are going to do another prize, not as big, but a thank you for the people who, for whatever reason, are unable to use iTunes or Apple or, you know, they, they just are unable but we appreciate the fact that you listen. So we're going to do a separate prize that will have some of the items that are in in the big prize. We're going to ask you to leave a comment on our website, heshootsydraws.com. Go to episode uh, 50. You'll be leaving a comment on this episode, episode 50 only. It can be a suggestion. It can be your favourite episode. It can be your favourite guest. It can be a suggestion of a guest. It can be a piece of advice. Anything. Just please leave a comment. Leave us your name and maybe where you're from to help give us a clue. Um, and what we will do is on the episode, we will announce the big prize draw winner and we'll announce the prize for the person who leaves a comment on the website. Yep. So, like I said, we appreciate everyone who listens. We we get so many emails, and, and I know we joked earlier and said people go, "I get so many emails asking me this question." We, we have do. had, <laughs> we have had just some lovely emails, um, and they mean a lot. And those those people, uh, we will include some of those people. We'll put their names in the hat as well because it might just be that they don't want to leave or can't leave yeah. reviews. But we appreciate all of it. Cool. That's what we're going to do. It's a thank you um this time next year i'm sure we'll do something equally awesome um hopefully get some more people on board and we'll actually probably going to ask our guests if they can ship something in throughout the year yes um, sounds good and put together a goodie package so from me episode 50 102,000 downloads (laughs) thank you so much for enabling us to keep doing this and just kind of being awesome and I will just say ditto. Thank you so much. And as and as um, as Ray Liotta once said, "Those aren't pillows." Um, we will be back episode fifty-one of, with potentially Joe McNally. We've got two episodes recorded. Uh, we just don't know which order we're going to put them out as we speak. But episode fifty-one and fifty-two will be Joe McNally or Brandon from Westcott, uh, a photography gear episode. 
we'll also have an episode out before Christmas uh, just to kind of round up the year and then we'll be back in the new year. But we'll give you all this over yeah, the, we'll the next give couple it, of episodes. As we go through yeah. the next couple of but, episodes um, or so. It's been a great year so far. So um, thanks for making it fantastic. And Thank uh, you very much. Tell everyone that you listen to an awesome podcast called He Shoots, He Draws with Glenn Jewis and Dave Clayton. Okay, you ready? You finished stroking your beard? <laughs> and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> I really was stroking my beard. Uh, that's our outtake. <laughs> <laughs>